Ikram, brothers and elders. Before Ikram, brothers and elders. Before Insan came onto the earth, there were two incidents that happened in the skies. And both, in a way, were related to Insan. One directly, one as a result of Insan. The one incident and one aspect that took place was the command that Allah Ta'ala gave Hazrat Adam Ali Salatu Wasalam and Hazrat Hawa Radiallahu Anha that this tree in Jannat you must not eat from. The incident is well known. We are well aware of the details. In any case, they completely forgot about it. The Quran Sharif Allah Ta'ala testifies to it for Nasiya Adamu Walam Najid Lahu Azma. Adam Islam totally forgot. It slipped his mind at that moment. In any case, they consumed from that. Now, when they consumed from it, immediately the natural clothing that Allah Ta'ala had granted them of Jannat that disappeared. And as a result, they started taking the leaves of Jannat to cover themselves. But when Allah Ta'ala questioned this, that Adam an hakuma until kuma shajarati wa akul lakuma inna shaitan lakuma adubun mubin, did I not forbid you from eating from this tree? So the response could have very well been that indeed you commanded us, but we forgot. And if you forgot, then we're not liable for anything. In this shariat as well, Nabi Sallallahu says, Rufi'an ummati al-khata'u wa-nisyan. A person who has made a mistake or forgotten something, so there's no sin upon him. Yes, if he's done something by mistake which has harmed somebody, by mistake he knocked into somebody's car, so there's no sin if it's a mistake. But he still have to pay for the damages. You not say it's a mistake, so well, you sort your problem out, I'll sort mine. No, you'd have to sort both people's problem out person gave somebody uh, the wrong medication by mistake the medication might kill the person because the wrong is not meant for him but it's a mistake the mistake doesn't mean the effect won't happen but if it was a pure mistake then the person won't be liable for his son so Adam could very well have replied and said that this is something which I forgot so I'm not responsible for anything no sin incurred but what was his, was his response? His immediate response was, and Hawa radiallahu anha, both their response was what the Quran Sharif speaks about. Qala Rabbana walamna anfusana. Oh Rabb, we have oppressed our souls. Whereas it was an error, it was a mistake. The Quran Sharif itself testifies to that. that this was a mistake, they forgot. But their response was, that we have oppressed our souls. And if you don't forgive us and don't have mercy on us, then we will be from the total losers. So this was one incident that took place in the skies, in the heavens, before Insan even came down on earth. 
this was the incident of Adam alayhi salatu wasalam, where even when there was a total error, a mistake, nothing deliberate, but his response was to acknowledge one's liability, where there is no liability involved, to acknowledge one's mistake. Other incident that was, that took place as a result of insan, Allah Ta'ala created the form of Adam alayhi salatu wasalam, and then ordered all the malaika to make sajda to him. In his direction, to make sajda. So everybody, all the malaika, all went into sajda. And Iblis was with them, so he was also commanded with the same. He was muallimul malaika. He was the teacher of all the malaika. But he did not do so. so Allah Ta'ala questioned him also. Adab was asked the question too. Allah Ta'ala asked the question too. Iblis as well. That, ya Iblis, why didn't you also make sajda? Everybody else made sajda, why didn't you make sajda? So Iblis's response was something different to Adam al-Islam's response. Adam al-Islam, though he had completely erred, but his response was, Rabbana walamna anfusana. Or Rabbi, you have wronged ourselves. Iblis, Number one, he deliberately didn't make the sajda. So he deliberately disobeyed the command. And now when he was questioned about it, he put up an argument. That, أَأَسْجُدُ لِبَشَرٍ خَلَقْتَهُ مِنْ سَلْسَالِمْ مِنْ حَمَئِمْ مَسْنُونَ so I make sajda for this human being who you created from the sand. You created me from fire, you created him from dust, from sand. How can I make sajda to him? Sand, always down. Fire goes up, it rises. I am created of fire. So, how can I make sajda to him? He put that argument forward. And as a result, what was his end result, what was Adam al-Islam's end result, is well known. Adam al-Islam's end result that فَتَلَقَّى آدَمُ مِنْ رَبِّهِ كَلِمَاتٍ فَتَابَ عَلَيْهِ إِنَّهُ هُوَ التَّوَّابُ الرَّحِيمُ That when he accepted these words of Tawbah from Allah Ta'ala and he repeated it, he pleaded to Allah Ta'ala with these words of Tawbah, رَبَّنَا غَلَبْنَا أَنفُسَنَا فَتَابَ عَلَيْهِ Allah Ta'ala accepted him, accepted his Tawbah. Allah Ta'ala then embraced him. Whereas it was an error, a mistake. And on this end, when Iblis gave his response, what was the end result of that? أُخْرُجْ مِنْهَا فَإِنَّكَ رَجِيمٌ وَإِنَّ عَلَيْكَ اللَّعْنَةَ إِلَى يَوْمِ الدِّينِ Get out of here, you are accursed. And the curse is upon you till the last day. Till the day of Qiyamah. And then forever in Jahannam. Now these are two principal responses. One is the response of Adam a.s. That is the response of Iblis. The response of Adam a.s. entails acknowledging one's mistake. And sometimes it might not have been something deliberate to, but to acknowledge one's mistake. What I did is wrong. Oh, I erred. I made a mistake. And Iblis's approach and his response is to try and put an excuse forward, to try and justify one's wrong. One response is based on total humility. 
that even where there wasn't a deliberate sin, there was no sin, then too he is making himself totally humble, acknowledging that yes, okay, I wronged myself. So this is the response based on total humility. And Iblis's response is on complete pride. So these are the two responses that carry on in the world. It happened in the skies. One was Adam al-Islam's response based on total humility. And one was Iblis based on pride. And these are the things that carry on in the world. One is those responses based on humility. We look in the lives of the Anbiya al-Islam. Same response based on total humility. Musa al-Islam, one person is... Uh, fighting with one Qibti. One Fir'auni, one of the Fir'aun's people, is about to assault the person who is from the Bani Israel. Musa al-Islam goes to stop it. And he tries to stop it. So he had to use a little bit force. But that force wasn't meant to be fatal. But for Wakaza who Musa faqada alay. But that one little punch he gave him was a punch from a Nabi of Allah Ta'ala. But that became fatal. Faqada Ali. But when that happened, what was his response? He could have said, I only merely tried to stop the fight and save this person from zulm. And I was not planning to kill anybody. This is something which was totally unexpected. The force that was used wasn't even something that kills a person. All these things he could have said. But first thing he immediately said, Qala hadha min shaitan. What now happened, transpired is from shaitan. Shaitan inspired this to take place. This problem, this situation is a handiwork of shaitan. And then, Qala rabbi inni walamtu nafsi faghfirli. Allah, I have wronged my soul, forgive me. Adam al-Islam's words. Rabbana walamna anfusana wa illam taghfir lana wa tarhamna. قَالَ رَبِّ إِنِّي غَلَمْتُ نَفْسِي فَغْفِرْ لِي Allah Ta'ala says فَغَفَرَ لَهُ إِنَّهُ هُوَ الْغَفُورُ الرَّحِيمُ Allah Ta'ala forgave him. Yunus Ali Salatu Wasalam he erred in his judgment which was a deduction that he had to make on that moment so it was an error of judgment there was no deliberate disobedience of Allah Ta'ala and he left that city where he should have remained. But it was an error of judgment. He thought that the azab of Allah Ta'ala is already now coming on these people. And therefore it's now time for me to leave. But these people saw the azab approaching and they suddenly turned to sincere Tawbah. As a result, the azab went away. So Allah Ta'ala now reprimanded. Allah Ta'ala is in his. He is the king of kings. So some reprimand came to Yerushalayim, there was no deliberate disobedience, but because of his elevated position, Allah Ta'ala reprimanded him, what was his response? La ilaha illa anta subhanak inni kuntum min al-zalimin. Total humility. Acknowledging one's mistake. I am nothing, I have erred. So this has been one response, the response of total humility. And on the other side is the response of Iblis. The response based on pride. Of putting up an argument. Of putting up a fight. 
of trying to justify one's position, try to make an excuse for oneself, even when one one is that one is hundred percent sure, okay, I have not done anything wrong, what I'm standing for is correct, then fine, within the proper procedures, then one will explain oneself. But often way it is just merely so that I am not the one that has to be humbled. Because there's nothing to, else to be achieved out of it. One is there's a monetary issue, there's a million rands involved now, and I believe sincerely that it is my right, I have the evidence, I have the proof, so then I will present it in a proper way. There's a evidence, there's a proof that this belongs to me. But one is it's just an argument where either I will have to say, okay, my fault, or the other person have to say his fault, and that is where it will finish off. So now, why must I be the one to say my fault? I must always be the one that's going to be trumped. I must always be the one that's going to be run over. No, no, I need to also now hold my ground. And sometimes over trivial things, sometimes over non-issues. One person was saying that talking about himself, I don't know why this happens if I'm talking to somebody about something. Now we're talking about something totally different. And in the process, now he's just giving a hypothetical example. In the process he's saying, if I said that the price of potatoes is 20 rands, and the other person said, no, no, it's 25 rands, he said, I will go tooth and nail to prove it's 20 rands. And if that person didn't keep quiet, then I won't keep quiet also. Until the last, till he finally accepts, no, it's 20 rand, then I'll, I'll carry on. Now if he said it's 25, okay, but it's 25 rand. What difference it makes? Did anybody lose one rand too? Did anybody lose half a cent? It is, okay, fine, if it's 20 rand, 25 rand, maybe different quality you want. I want a cheaper quality. But no, because I said it's 20 rands, he must accept it's 20 rands. Got nothing to do with quality. He's wrong. Full stop. Quality and all is a different issue. Bottom line is he's wrong, I'm right. Now this is just one example, but how often these kind of things become issues? Whereas the response of Adam al-Islam teaches us, that a person who acknowledges, okay, this is one hypothetical situation, but sometimes we have erred. We made a mistake, fine. Anybody can make a mistake. Insan is insan, he's human. The husband can make a mistake, the wife can make a mistake, parents can make a mistake, children can make mistakes, brothers and sisters can make mistakes, people in the extended family can make mistakes. Anyone and everyone is insan. Insan is prone to mistake. So one response is to acknowledge mistake. Hazrat Umar is the Khalifa of the time. Amirul Mu'mineen. What position? What status? Kings miles away, hundreds of miles away, hear his name and are trembling. One month's journey away, they are trembling. One person came to ask something. Hazrat Umar was busy at that time and that was not the time to come. The time that was specified, at that time the person didn't come. And now he intruded and he disturbed the work that was going, taking place. So now that was a major disturbance. Umar took this lash and lashed him one time. This person walked away. But now what? He's the Amirul Mu'minin. He's the Khalifa of the time. People are trembling over his name. But then he turns around and he goes and finds that person and brings him back. The Amirul Mu'minin is giving him the whoop in his hand. Now you whoop me back. 
because the disturbance you caused that was wrong but the punishment wasn't in proportion to the infringement in proportion to whatever the wrong was so now you whoop me back who's speaking Amirul Mu'mineen the Khalifa of the time person who the people used to hear his name and tremble and he's handing the whoop over acknowledging his mistake no you now whoop me now where can this jazbah come from when a person has that jazbah of Adam and totally that outward awe and that outward uh, situation where people heard his name and trembled wasn't because of anything inner, any inner pride. This is something Allah Ta'ala blesses a person. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, I have been assisted with this awe that Allah Ta'ala puts in the hearts of people to the extent of one month's journey. That is something from Allah Ta'ala. But he was totally humble from within. So when he felt that he has erred, it didn't mean anything for him to go and call his subject and hand him the whoop and tell him now you take your revenge. And this is Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala an, Hazrat Abu Bakr radiallahu ta'ala an, on one occasion, Something happened and he said some harsh words to Hazrat Umar Happens, insan is insan. In a moment he said some harsh words. Then he realized that what I said was wrong. So he immediately requested to be forgiven. He apologized. Now whereas, this is something which was across the board acknowledged in the time of Nabi Sallallahu that the highest ranking personality among the Sahaba is Abu Bakr It was everybody had acknowledged it to the extent that even the Kuffar acknowledged it. In the battle of Uhud, after the Muslims suffered some defeat and this rumor was also spread that Nabi Sallallahu also has been martyred. In any case now when this battle finished off, so Abu Sufyan at that time was the leader of the Quraysh. He had come from the Kufar side. So he shouted aloud, Is Muhammad alive? So Nabi said, hey, Keep quiet, don't say anything. Don't answer. So he didn't get any answer. The next thing he asked is, Ibn Abi Quhafa, meaning Abu Bakr, is he alive? Afil Qawmi Abi, Ibn Abi Quhafa. Nabi said, Keep quiet, don't, ask it. don't say anything. The third thing he asked is Ibn al-Khattab alive? Umar ibn al-Khattab, who's speaking now? Somebody from the Kufar side at that time. He's asking first about Nabi Wasallam. No answer. The next in line, Hazrat Abu Bakr. Next in line, Hazrat Umar. This was something acknowledged across the board. The Muslims acknowledged it. Even those at that time who didn't have Iman acknowledged it. That this is the tartib. This is a sequence. So he's acknowledged that this is his rank. So he said something, any case by mistake he uttered something and this happens, insan is insan sometimes. This was also through the period of tarbiyat of the sahaba. So that the ummah may take lessons from this also. So any case he immediately realized, I shouldn't have said this, he asked Umar, please forgive me. But as Umar walked away, at that time he was overcome by some emotion, 
He walked away and went away into his house and closed the door. So the worker came straight to the majlis of Nabi Sallallahu From the distance Nabi Sallallahu is seeing him coming, he says to the Sahaba, your companion has quarreled with somebody and come, I can see it. Just from the face you can make out. Hazrat Abu Bakr comes and he explains himself. Then I made a mistake. I said something and then I asked. I apologize. But Umar went away. He didn't say anything. In the meantime, Hazrat Umar, as soon as he entered his house, he realized his mistake. Now, this is the entire, every part of this is teaching us the same lesson. That insan is insan. He will err, he will make a mistake sometimes. But to then, that moment a person may become little bit carried away with his emotion. But everybody after a few minutes realizes, okay, I was wrong. person knows it. In his heart of hearts, he knows it. Allah says, insan knows himself very well. He may put up a hundred excuses, but he knows. From inside, he knows. This was my fault. Very well, he knows himself. He may put up all the excuses. From inside, he can't bluff himself. So, Abu Bakr, when he realized that I made a mistake, he apologized immediately. Hazrat Umar went away, he didn't accept that apology immediately. But as soon as he went into his house, he realized, I made a mistake. I can't carry on like this. He asked me for forgiveness and I turned away. He comes out of his house. Comes to the house of Abu Bakr Inquires he's not there. So the only other place he can be is Nabi Salaam's place. He comes straight towards Nabi Salaam's place. As he is coming towards Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he's still walking and coming. Hazrat worker can see Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi face changing color. And he realized that Hazrat Umar is going to be reprimanded. Abu Bakr sits up on his knees, stands on his knees. And he says, Ya Rasulullah, kuntu ana azlam. O Nabi of Allah, I was the bigger oppressor. I was the bigger oppressor. Who is saying it? Siddiq Akbar In other words, don't tell him anything. My fault. That same jazba from Adam Ali Acknowledging one's fault. Acknowledging my, my fault. My mistake. Nabi Sallallahu then doesn't say anything. And all he says is, that when everybody denied me, Abu Bakr accepted me. And everybody turned their back to me. He was at my side. Then others came slowly. So will you leave my companion for me alone? It is mentioned in the Rewaith of Bukhari Sharif. From thereafter, nobody ever gave any trouble to Abu Bakr Nobody gave him any taklif whatsoever. But the lessons that we get from here is that to what extent they humble themselves. My mistake. My fault. Nobody else's fault. And the other side is the response and the reaction of Iblis that to put up an argument until I don't prove that I am the right person then there's no way I'm going to keep quiet about anything the last word must be mine Hazrat Shah Abdul Ghani Pulpuri Rahmatullah the Sheikh of our Sheikh Daun Barakatuhum he was one of the most senior most khulafa of the Tanwi Rahmatullah one day his khadim, he reprimanded him. Whatever might have happened, reprimanded him. Matter came and went, that person finally 
left for home. Now it occurred to him that the reprimand didn't measure up to whatever their fault was. Whatever the problem was, the reprimand was far more severe than that. So this was wrong. At that time he was in his late 70s. He first inquired, where does this person live? So they gave him some place far away, rural area in the jungle somewhere. He left immediately to go and find the place of the person. By the time he got there, lost the way, it was late in the evening. And by foot or whichever way he went, at that age, went and knocked on the door. Now he knows this person will come tomorrow, but how certain is one of life? Will he come or will I be around? Can we leave it for the night? He went and found the door, knocked on the door, called for this person. I came to ask for maaf. His khadim. So the person said, what maaf? He said, I reprimanded you more than what was necessary. Well, that was something which I didn't even, didn't even occur through me anything. And it was your right. He said, no, no, you forgive me for it. When this person finally said, okay, for whatever the, just to make him happy, fine, okay, I forgive you. Then he turned around and came back. Now this is that same jazba. My mistake. Acknowledge the mistake. When a person acknowledges his mistake, then in the court of Allah Ta'ala also things are very simple. Allah Rabbana Walamna Anfusana, then Fataba Ali, Allah Ta'ala forgave him. Fastaghfirli, Fagafarala, Allah Ta'ala forgave. When Yunus al-Islam repeated that, La ilaha illa anta subhanak inni kutmi zalimeen, Allah Ta'ala then embraced him into his mercy. All the problems were then removed. With the court of Allah Ta'ala also, this is a situation. And in the world also among insan, when a person says, okay, my fault, or he humbles himself, a great number of the issues gets resolved right there. All it requires is to say, okay, my fault. On a domestic level, the family level, whichever various levels that we may be on and may encounter issues on, more often than not, all it requires is, sometimes it's not necessarily our fault. Though. But it's not the issue of, now I'm going to lose a million rands, I can't afford to do that, to say, okay, it's yours. Fine, if somebody has the heart for that, well and good. It's just a matter of sometimes that price of the potatoes only. In a different way, it tantamines to something like that. Which nobody is going to lose anything. The only thing a person will lose is, that his ego will be a little bit crushed maybe. That is nothing lost, that's a very big gain. Because to crush the ego is something we have to do, we are required to do that. So all it, it takes sometimes is, that to lower oneself, nothing else. And that is nothing lost, that is a very big gain. So these are the two responses. Obviously the response of Adam wasalam, is what is being taught to us. And the response of Iblis is what we are being re- warned against. That this is where Iblis ended off with his response. And this is where Adam wasalam, was raised to with his response. So this is an aspect that we have to all the time focus on. That when a person acknowledges his mistake, things become very simple, very easy. The road is open then. Even in dunyawi issues, in day-to-day matters, many a times it's a simple thing. A person, something, sometimes he said something by the slip of the tongue. It happens. He didn't mean to say it. But now there's two ways of going about it. One is now to say, no, I didn't mean that, I meant this. Now why are you taking the wrong meaning? 
So now I need to now still put up some argument on it, still prove that I didn't do anything wrong. And they say, okay, maf, I said the wrong thing, maf. As soon as that happens, already half the battle is won. Half the battle is already won right there because there's nothing left to argue about now. And there's nothing left to argue about. Already the thorn has been removed from the wound. The pain is still there, but the thorn has been removed from the wound. When the thorn is removed, the healing starts immediately. If the thorn is still in the wound, then it can't heal. There's no, no chance for it to heal yet. And now by putting up an argument, there's further thorns being inserted in the wound. When the person said, my mistake, sorry, the pain hasn't gone in one moment. The pain is there, but the thorn is out. Now the healing process has started. It might be a short while before everything is forgotten. There's nothing left. So this is the very simple thing that we are being taught from these ayat of the Quran Sharif that especially when we are sure from within that it's my mistake then a person should feel nothing about acknowledging his mistake great great people have acknowledged their mistakes people who are giants they thought nothing about humbling themselves and acknowledging their mistakes so who are we what position we have what status we are trying to protect and safeguard that we will not humble ourselves to acknowledge any mistake that is something which should never happen and this is only a favor we do to ourselves and we make life pleasant for others as well. May Allah tabarak wa ta'ala give me, give all of us a tawfiq that we always adopt the response of Hazrat Adam alayhi salatu wa salam. Allah ta'ala save us from the response of Iblis. Allahumma <laughs> La ilaha illallah 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 la ilaha illallah
ہر تمنا دل سے رخصت ہو گئی اب تو آجا اب تو خلوت ہو گئی ہر تمنا دل سے رخصت ہو گئی اب تو آجا اب تو خلوت ہو گئی مٹا دے اپنی ہستی کو چھوڑ دے ساری بستی کو بستی بستی کہتا جا اللہ 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 اللہ
ഹമ്മദുറസൂറുസ്ലാമുറബനാസ്നിറബനാസ്നിറബനാസ്നിറബനാസ്നിറബനാസ്നിറബനാസ്നിറബനാസ്നിറബനാസ്നിറബനാസ
They accept the efforts of the Khanqa, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, accept the efforts of all the Jamaats that are working throughout the world, Ya Allah. Make it a means of Hidayat spreading far and wide, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, protect all the Masajid, the Maqabir, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, protect all the Khanqas, Ya Allah. Protect all the, Ya Allah, all the Barakis of Deen, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, protect the Haramain Sharifain, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, Ya Allah, safeguard the Muslims throughout the world, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, safeguard our Iman, Ya Allah. Safeguard our A'mal, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, safeguard the life and property and honor and Ya Allah of all the things of every Muslim, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, give us istiqamat on deen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, give us istiqamat on deen, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, give us the jazbah of Adam alayhi salatu wasalam, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, give the jazbah of all your pious servants, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, grant us complete and total tawazu and humility, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, save us from the responses of shaitan, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, remove the pride from us, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, make us your obedient servants, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, all that we have asked for, grant us that as well, Ya Allah. What we have not asked, give it to us without asking, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, all the good that Nabi Islam asked for, Ya Allah, we are begging for the same, Ya Allah. Whatever Nabi Islam sought protection from, Ya Allah, you grant us protection as well, Ya Allah. Allahumma inna nasaluka min khayri ma sa'alaka minhu nabiyuka wa habibuka sayyiduna Muhammadun sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Wa na'udhu bika min sharri masta'adaka minhu nabiyuka wa habibuka sayyiduna Muhammadun sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Anta al-musta'an wa alayka al-balaq wa la hawla wa la quwata illa billahi al-ali al-azim. ربنا تقبل منا إنك أنت السميع العليم وتب علينا يا مولانا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم 